This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. Linda Raskin's my guest today. Now, Linda, uh, we it's time for a talking point. And uh, yesterday on Loose Women, I don't know if you were watching it. Were you? No, not yesterday. I didn't see it. Well, Katie Price at one point uh, said that if she had, as a young woman, known that she was having a, a disabled child, then she would have aborted her child. But obviously, you know, now that her child's here, there's no way that, that she would ever have changed anything. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we obviously put this up on our, our Facebook page last night here at Insight Radio because, um, you know, there's been so many headlines come out about this yeah uh you know i would have aborted harvey if i'd known he was blind and and kind of people have been up in arms about it but uh, there's also been kind of a a lot of sympathy for her as well now from what i believe the actual interview was was um it, it wasn't what you think it wasn't kind of salacious or um as sensational as as you know the the papers are making out it was actually uh quite a lovely interview according to a lot of people mm-hmm. well i didn't i didn't see it but i would say that you can i mean you can and do <laughs> criticize katie price for a lot of things but i would say and i i only know what i read and what i see that i think she's been amazing with her son harvey She's never hidden him away. She's obviously a loving mother. She's she's she adores him, and there's lovely pictures in the press today of Katie Price with Harvey. She was only twenty three when she had him. She was a, a child, well, you know, very very young herself. She's she's never shirked her responsibilities with him at all. I, I mean. Not only is Harvey blind, he's got Prader-Willi syndrome, which gives a lot of other disabilities as well. But I think she's really brought him out to the best of his potential. So I, I can't. I don't know. I can't say. But in my own feeling, I, do, I don't feel she was wrong in in what she said. I mean, now she loves him. She'd never do it now. You don't know how you're going to react. Nobody can say because nobody knows till they're in that situation. Exactly. It's, it's um, you know, one of those things. I mean, look at the headline that we've got in front of us from the newspaper. I would have aborted uh, Harvey if I'd known he was blind. That's right. Now, obviously, that's going to get, reading that, that is going to get people's backs up. And that's actually, you know, it's, it's a really horrible headline. But I think reading into the story, yes. it has been quite sympathetic towards her. Um, and and obviously, the, the interview itself, you know, it wasn't all about, you know, she wished she had had an abortion or anything like that we did put it up on our Facebook page as I say and, and we did get a couple of reactions Linda mm-hmm. have you got them there? Yes I have got them here um, also the that headline just says underneath that big headline it says you know I'd have aborted Harvey if I knew he was blind but I'm glad I didn't mm-hmm. and now she'd never change anything about him you know now there's a comment here from Liz, Liz Bailey and she says that was a very brave thing to say and I completely understand I have an autistic son and if I'd known before he was born I would have done the same I was a lot younger then and I knew nothing about autism I also knew nothing about being a parent as he was my first so I'm so glad there is no way to know if a child will have autism before they're born if there had been I would have made a terrible mistake 
And then and and there's one more as another one from Amanda Beckles, who says, I don't like her. That's Katie Price. But I have respect for her honesty. Like she said, her younger self. Now she's experienced the challenges and rewards of having a disabled child. It's obviously made her wiser and more compassionate. Silver linings and all that. Yeah. You know, I think it would be, you know, a very, very frightening thing for any mother to hear that, um, you know, she was going to give birth to a disabled child. Terrifying. Um, And and especially if if it is the unknown, because I think people still look at disability and think, you know, there's no if you have a disability, you have no life. Um, And, you know, that's very much the way, you know, I thought of myself. Linda, when I lost my sight, I just thought that this is it. My life's over. I'll be going to live in a home. I had never met anybody disabled, not for any period of time. You know, you you maybe sit beside somebody in the bus Mm -hmm, or you mm -hmm. get talking to somebody on a train. But, you know, I'd never known a disabled person. I'd never known anybody that was blind. I thought that blind people went to live in special kind of rehabilitation centres and just stayed there till the end of their days. I had no clue. I was so ignorant about it. So, yeah, I kind of thought my life was over. But you're a very strong person and you made sure it wasn't over. And you, you look what you've achieved. You've done so much, so much stuff. And you, you, don't let, you don't let people trample over you and put you down. But some people aren't as strong as you and they can't deal with that. They can't. You know, they can't do it. But people with disabilities can do the most amazing things. Well, exactly. You know, we hear about them here every day. I just look at, you know, my colleagues and I think, you know, obviously not all my colleagues are are disabled, but, you know, there are, you know, a a few of us who, who share, you know, different conditions but at the end of the day it's some form of sight loss and I've the utmost admiration for some of the things that that they do. My dad founded, um, he opened a home and he was the president of a Down Syndrome Society thing in, in Glasgow here and therefore I went with him occasionally and I met all these Down Syndrome people from you know, teenagers to adults. And, you know, the main thing, first of all, they're so affectionate, so lovely. They just want to be with you and talk to you and they smile. And if you make them laugh, they love it. And they could do such things. They weren't incapable of things. They could bake and cook and do all kinds of wonderful things. You know, and I think... Katie has brought that out in Harvey. She's made the most of everything he's got. And I must say, the picture of him in today's paper, he he just looks an ordinary boy. I have to say, I saw them the last time um, I was off sick. Um, I was watching this morning and uh, Katie was on with Harvey and the the love between them mm-hmm. and the relationship between them. And he calls a babe, babe mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, they were just brilliant together. Um, and yeah. it shows you a completely different side of Katie. I mean, we hear all the horror stories. And that's through the magazines every single week, you know, um, and all the crazy antics that she gets up to. Yeah. But I, I have to say, you know, no matter what I felt truly mm-hmm. uh, personally about Katie Price, I would have to say I would always think that she comes across as being a very, very loving mother who has devoted um, a lot of love, care and attention to Harvey. And I think she would, you know, she would walk over fire well, um, you she, know, to do anything she could for Harvey. Well, she has because look at her wealth. She's got 
more than enough money just to say to somebody, now, you take Harvey and I'll visit him once a week in a, in some nice, wonderful home that he could go to. But she hasn't done that. And she she looks at I think she's got help, and why wouldn't she? She should have help. But I, I think she's been a marvellous mother to him. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the, the prospects, as I was saying earlier, of, of ha- having a disabled child when you don't know how yeah. to look after a disabled child. You've never had a disabled member of yeah. the family or friend. And also, there must be the thought for, for mothers who know um, or have been told that they're going to have a disabled child. There must be that thought as well. Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing a fair thing That's to right. knowingly yes. bring a child with a disability into the world where they're not at the same kind of, you know, they maybe don't have the same advantages as, as other people have? Because, you know, I have to say, um, you know, there are certain things in my life where I do feel disadvantaged, mm-hmm. but I don't let them stop me. No, you don't. You that's know? right. And that's the difference. But it's a very, very difficult decision. And she was left on her own. I mean, the daddy just walked off. Yeah. And she was left to do the whole thing herself. And she could easily have said, I can't cope with this. Yeah. So I need you to take him away and I'll visit. But no, I, I admire her. I do. Well, it's a very interesting subject and I'd really love to hear your thoughts at home on it. So please do get in touch. It's 0845 602 0025 if you want to call us. Uh, those calls are charged at 5p per minute plus your network's access charge. You can email us info at insightradio.co.uk. You can search for us on Facebook and you can tweet us at Insight Radio. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.